Gresto Podcast, welcome. Harvey? We got number six. I'm coming in a little lighter. I apologize to our seven listeners. I usually like to hit it with a little war whoop as I come in, but uh, I did that to myself today as I was checking it out. I about burst my own uh, eardrum. I can't, you know, the, the guy doing the podcast can't be blowing himself up. So I'm gonna, I'll try and bring it down a notch. I'm, so, I'm sorry to those seven folks out there. Hey, but that's who you are. You're kind of loud and boisterous. So, uh, you know, we got to give the people like- the, the true, the true Harvey. Uh, yeah, episode six. We're here. Can't be- can't believe it. Yeah, can't believe we're we're at six. I mean, that's six weeks. Can you believe that? Yeah, time's flying. I mean, time. I mean, time is flying. I mean, before you know it, we're going to be doing something live here. It's going to be oh, exciting. Oh, there we go. That that could get dicey in a hurry. Yeah, I'm thinking. Uh, hey, down there, we might maybe we'll do something for the American. Maybe we'll get live and and rowdy that Friday night for the American. Yeah. Do a live one. I think I think we ought to. So that ought to be why not? Ought to be a good one. Yeah. So what? What's your uh, I mean, beer of choice today? You're not going to believe what I went with today. I um, because is it less than four uh, or five words. The name of the beer. <laughs> I just I I thought since the the sport that we were going with was uh, you know really originated out of the you know medieval times. Mm-hmm. Um, I went with the oldest beer that I could find at the grocery store today, which was a uh, old Milwaukee's. Oh. I haven't had an old Milwaukee forever, so I pulled that one out. Old, old Milwaukee. Milwaukee. I like it. Well, I, I did a. Uh... Did a circle back around to Miller High Life because, uh, hey, it's the high life. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. I like it. That you you crack them open during. I, I had to pour mine in a glass because I'm because which a, I don't know that you uh, should because you know last time you spilt it everywhere. So yeah, well, I'm fancy. I, I like it like that. You know, I like it, I like my beer in a glass. So here we go. Uh, let's get rolling. Uh, We've um, past couple episodes. We've had some doozies as far as you know, sports recaps. Uh, and like I said, I didn't think Coke Baru would get topped, but and last week's, uh, however you say it, you know, I call it South American Bronc riding. I love that one. I'm re- I really am amped up to go see that and. and get the feel the live atmosphere on that event so what do we have this week we're going jousting 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 yeah i mean i mean a quick little here let's hit a couple points here which i think are great so it really dates back to the 1300s the guys are wearing about 100 pounds of protection it's the force is about three to four times their body weight um, and a lot of times they did it to impress, um, a female or, a, I guess they could have been trying to impress <laughs> yeah. a, a prince or a king, <laughs> just, just I guess. Just uh, you just never know. Head. 1300s. Yeah, 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 exactly. But I mean, you don't that, know who they're trying to, let's be honest. Uh, I mean, I think a lot of, for a lot of, um, extreme athletes, thrill seekers, I think that's, you know, a lot of times that's where, you know, it gets its origins, you know, not, not maybe a hundred percent, but you know, when you're, uh, 15, 16, you know, I think, uh, impressing the ladies, you know, it's going to play a role in what you're doing. Right. Uh, Oh, most so. I mean, why, 
I mean, why would you get on a horse? And these aren't small horses. These are warm bloods. These are, you know, just shy of a, a, being a Clydesdale, you know, size horse. And you're going to run at each other with, um, and the other part about this, I love, is the, is the armor. We get to use it. They had their cod piece on, which what a great term that is. We get to bring that up, cod piece. So you got your cod piece on on your uniform. But anyway, so you're going to be running on your big-ass horse towards another guy with a big-ass horse with a stick. And that sounds like that um, that jousting prod thingamajigger weighs about 10 pounds as it's lengthened out there. And then you try and stick each other in the shoulder with it on this platform. And you just blow each other up. I mean, it's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, how barbaric is that? Yeah, just straight up. I mean, it's yeah, it's pretty. Uh, I mean, outside of the the YouTube video I watched it, there was, and I don't know if there's any you know historical facts to that. I think it's just the game that they've created. But as far as getting negative points and all that, but I think the sport in a whole is pretty straightforward. Okay, I'm coming at you on my horse with a stick. And I'm going to blow you up, hopefully blow you off your horse. And I'm assuming, I, and I didn't do much research on the history, assuming it, it, it has to go back to, you know, medieval uh, wars and stuff where, you know, you come across a battlefield and, you know, take somebody out. And that, I'm, I'm assuming that's where it comes from. Yeah, that's exactly where it came from. And then they would they would prove their valor, prove how good they were as knights or as, you know, whatever you want to call them at that point. Like how good they were with that uh, with that uh, sticker pointer thing. So, yeah, they that's what they were doing out there. Yeah, I- but there was a couple of things. There was a couple of things that kind of stood out to me on, on this deal. And one was is that, A, it's extremely dangerous. I mean, well, yeah. You get hit with that thing like in the throat or something like that. That wouldn't be very awesome. Or if if you watch us at all, those sticks are made of wood and they splinter. I mean, you could literally get a splinter deal just stuck through any of that metal where the openings are. Like, can you imagine catching one of those in the armpit? That would that wouldn't be awesome. Yeah, that I mean, wouldn't feel just, good at all. Or just artery in your neck and bleed out. Yeah, yeah, all for the girl that's waving the the handkerchief at you. I guess they're sitting up in the box. <laughs> um, but so I probably would have done it. Um, but but the part of this is the out of everything that I read, this is this is one thing, and it kind of transcends to where we are now as a as a world. Um, this was discontinued as a sport or as a whatever you want to call it in the 17th century. Right. So this is kind of, it went away. But as a society, we are a crazy bunch of people and we decided that we're going to bring this shit back. Like we need, someone was like sitting around drinking beers and I, and if I traced it back and if I'm probably wrong, but I'm going to go with it because they're kind of crazy is it sounds like it might've been the Australians that decided in the seven nineteen seventies 1970s that this, this thing needed to come back. This was a good idea, and we should just start doing this again. And yeah. they started doing these contests. I don't doubt that one bit. Yeah. Yeah, they're bored and just like, hey, you know, we should all find some aluminum cans and lace them together and then go try and smash each other off horses. Yeah, but let's think about she, this. I mean, I think, obviously, it went away. But I think yeah. as a society, um, since then, 
we've we've come up with a lot of dicey stuff. Obviously, we talked about a couple of things just the last couple of weeks. Yeah, even if you just limit it to involving horses, right? We've come up with more sketchy, even more sketchier stuff involving horses to to go compete and get our competition thrill as humans. So I think, you know, after you've got well, Coke Brew, I mean, what I mean, it's hard to top that. And then last week's, you know, South American Bronc riding, that I mean, that's pretty wild. And even American bareback riding and bronc riding, um, it's uh you start looking at jousting, yeah. I mean, not that it's less sketchier, but it's just as, right? So it's like, well, we might as well bring it back because we're doing other sketchy stuff. Why would we eliminate that sketchy sport? Let's bring him to the party too. I mean, why are we un- uninvite him? Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, you really know how it got started, right? I mean, or how it got brought back in the middle. Someone ran into a couple of these night jousting uniforms somewhere. And he put one on and he told his buddy to put one on and they were laughing. And then they said, well, well, we got these on. We should probably get some horses and some sticks and run at each other again and see if we could make it happen. And then bam, now all of a sudden there's a world champion. Did you read that? There's a world champion jouster now. 2021 happening. Where's that at? Obviously we're going to go. Oh, it's just. Yeah, I was just I was just reading through the deal. There just there, there was a league and a world championship and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I probably need to go to that. That that sounds like a good time. Uh, that one show I watched, which was on CBS Good Morning, uh, yeah. Sunday morning, that was pretty cool. It, they weren't jousting against; they were jousting to score points. It wasn't man on man. It was basically you're hitting this target to score points. But that seemed like a cool event, even just to go to because it's. Man, it's set in Italy where, like I think the guy had mentioned, everybody on this day dresses up old medieval times to actually match what the city looks like, you know, because it's such an old historic, you know, city. Um, But something like that would be cool to go attend just to, you know, be where, you know, they actually did jousting back in the day and and experience that. Uh, But that was pretty rowdy too. You see that, I mean, they had those – you got these different colonies or whatever. It's basically like who's your favorite team or where your family grew oh, yeah. up with, right? And yeah. heck, those two teams at that one point were duking it out in the middle of the square. Oh, yeah. The Italians, they, they'll get pretty passionate about, well, anything. So, yeah, they were, they were fighting it about how it was scored, right? And those two guys were, were going at it there in the square about they didn't feel that the jousting pointer stick thing or <clears throat> hit the mark where they said it did. So, yeah, yeah. they were – they thought it was uh, rigged, which I find it really hard to believe that anything in Italy was rigged. That's That doesn't sound <laughs> like the Italy that I know. But you go back with sports, right? I mean, a bad call gets made in, in you know, sports here in America, and people start, you know, having conspiracy. Oh, it's rigged. It, refs got paid off. You know, it's in, I don't know if it's just human nature. We instantly think, well, our team ain't winning. So they must have screwed us. Yeah, and jousting seems to be pretty straightforward, but I guess you could. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I mean, I've never jousted, so I don't know how you would even cheat at jousting. Yeah. That's why I guess it's much better to go mono a mono because you pretty much know how it, how it went. Yeah. So, and I, I think that one thing that, and I didn't really find any reasoning on why they do it when they go, you know, man on man. The the horse, they're they're 
they're in the right lane, right? So it's like you're driving mm-hmm. on American roads. Uh, yeah. And but you hold the jousting stick in your right arm, so you have to basically cross over the horse. Yeah. In order to hit the guy, how about we switch lanes? Let's go. You know, I think that would make it more interesting, right? It's like well, okay. but the armor's not. But the armor's not set up for it. That's the problem now. You'd have to change your armor. Oh, you mean the plate on your shoulder? Yeah, that big plate on no, your shoulder. I don't shoulder. think they're. I think they could do that. I just feel like there would be more scores. Like and and I I consider a score. That's on one of them suckers are coming off the horse, right? I watched. There was one video on there on best hits on jousting. That one was my. Oh favorite. yeah, that was my favorite because guys were getting of course way late, hitting the head, <laughs> yeah. coming off the horse backwards. One guy saw. Hung a foot in the stirrup and was dragging. Um, that's hey, if I'm going to watch, let's that's what I want to see right there. I mean, I don't need this, you know, hit the armor and stick breaks. I'm you know, you're wearing a hundred pounds of armory. Come on. Somebody's gotta come off. Right? Yeah. Well, I think that I mean we should really sketch it out and they they're not allowed to wear armor. Oh, now that's a little dicey there because people are gonna die then. Put a punching bag, put up like a like a yeah, you could do that punching pu- punching glove on the end or something. Yeah, I mean I'm not gonna do it, but I sure as hell well, we watch could, it. We could start the league, American jousting. <laughs> we could start lots of leagues. I don't know if that's the first <laughs> one we're gonna start with. <laughs> that one rule I liked on that one day we watched uh, was one of the rules where you can't. I mean, horse don't get messed with. No, you hit the yeah. horse, you're you're get DQ'd or penalized. Yeah, uh, so I like that they. You know, they don't take it out on the horse, right? Because the horse doesn't have any say. It's like, dude, you know, I didn't sign up for this. I'm just just carrying your butt to, you know, go get hit by this stick. I don't need to be getting hit as well. Now, Coke Brew, on the other hand, if if they did jousting, hey, horse is all in. I love the fact that we're trying to make Coke Brew even more sketchy as if the it's already on a on a scale of one to ten it's already in an 11 and now we're trying to add things to a coke brew just like hey there's no reason coke brew on a scale of 10 can't be a 13 it's like i i love the fact that we found the gnarliest thing and now we want to make it gnarlier um which i don't know if you could do i don't know if people are signing up for that no no it's pretty gnarly pretty gnarly like i said i don't i don't know that that one will get topped in my book um, just watching it. Uh, I mean, if somebody told me about it, I'm thinking, okay, that's kind of weird. Um, but actually watching it and seeing, yeah, all that goes into yeah. it and how much. I think I think we're super fans. I think we're down for the Coke Brew. Yeah, or get some shirts. When we should. We should get. When some we go shirts. down to South America to the uh, South American Bronc Riding Championships, and I think we should wear Coke Brew shirts. <laughs> They're like, wow, those guys really are super fans of every sport. I, I'm it. I'm down. I'm down. Well, cool. Jousting. Right. Yeah, well, I, I'm, I, jousting. jousting. Would you do it? I mean, let's uh, let's ask that question real quick because that kind of rolls right into to my topic of the day. Would, would you do jousting? I mean, yeah. would you put on the hundred pounds of armory and get on a horse and go? As long as I got to wear the codpiece, you bet. Oh, yeah. I've always just wanted to wear a codpiece and 100 pounds of metal. And then, yeah, it'd be great. I, I mean, I, think about think about if you were to do – because we don't have – this doesn't happen in the really in the world anymore. You, you, 
you very rarely get to sort shit out anymore. It's kind of like a, a variant of, of he's kind of right. I'm kind of right. And you kind of go your own ways and you kind of just let it go by the wayside. Can you imagine like if you were in a deadlock, you could challenge somebody, you'd just be like, you know what? Nope. I'm not going to agree to disagree on this one. You and me, we're going to have to joust. Yeah. We're jousting. Hey, we're jousting it out. Get on your horse. We're going to joust it out. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're you're an a hole, and I don't agree with you, and I'm going to need to joust you, and you think the same thing about me, and then if you knock me off the horse, you win, and I tell you you're right, and if you know, vice versa, and we just we walk away uh, happier after we jousted. Yeah, I'm going the, with that. And there's no, there's no, we're not doing points. It's the point is you get knocked off the horse, and you go until you knock somebody off. Yeah, and if you both get knocked off yeah. at the same time, you get back on, you go until. Like, like, think for example, like we got all this crazy stuff with with Russia and and um, it's going on, and we don't like it, so we just put uh, Biden and Putin on horses, and they just got to joust it out yeah. until until they get it figured out. I mean, that probably, then, uh, we may have solved a big problem. I think. I mean, why go fight a big war? Let's just okay, pick your best guy. We'll pick our best guy. We'll joust it out, <laughs> and hey, this ain't gonna take long, probably. You know, may, but maybe this world it will. To, I mean, World diplomacy, just yeah. right there. Just you just get on. You got your best jouster, and yeah. you travel with them. You know, you got your traveling jouster, yeah. and uh, if you get in a disagreement, you just you know you push pause, call the timeout, and you're like, hey, I don't, I don't agree with that one. We're gonna have to head out back and let the boys joust on this on this topic. I like it. I mean, yeah. and you get incorporated into everything. Hey, no more overtime in football. That tie at the end of the regulation. And you got to joust it you got out. A football field. You got a football field. That'd be yeah. absolutely amazing. Perfect. Can you imagine? You end in a tie. Everybody else goes to the side. And Two you bring out your jousting out. team. Yeah, the quarterbacks have to the do quarterback. it. Quarterbacks have to come out and joust it out. I mean, it's either quarterbacks <laughs> or the kickers, right? <laughs> you can't trust the kickers, though. Yeah, true. They'd fall off on their own. Yeah. Uh, yeah something, no, something I think that's there. a good – I mean – why wouldn't you do that? You know, no more long, no more fourteen inning baseball games. You know, tied, yeah. joust it out. It's gonna be my new saying put, now. Joust it out. Joust it. Joust it out. Hey. You guys just gotta joust it out. That's a t-shirt too. Oh, we absolutely. Gotta, we could do a line of t-shirts on hey, this. Hey, we're joust getting, it we're getting out. our wardrobe together for when we go fulfill our bucket list. We'll have all these different shirts, Coke brews, joust selling it out. them. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, let's move right into it's my week for the topic, and uh, basically what it is is um, I've got five questions or scenarios, right? Rando, oh, okay, rando, okay, rando, I mean, okay, rando. Um, that we're just gonna, I'm just gonna throw, lay on you, and we'll just chop it up and see where it goes. Okay. So we got five of them. Okay, first one. Okay, mm-hmm. you could be an animal for a year. <laughs> <laughs> what what animal are you picking? Well, it's funny that you asked me this because I got, you know, I got the twin, there'll be six, you know, and they love Zeke especially loves um animals, right? So he asked me, he said to me the other day, he goes, What you know, what animal would you be? And I've always picked the same animal. Uh a lion. I think lions are just kick ass, right? And um but then he sh- he grabbed this video and he's like showing me this video. And um, do you know what happens? That you know what the female lion does to the male lion when he's not, you know, 
breeding. He's not meeting her needs. Have you seen this? I don't think I've seen this. Oh, she goes after the balls. She goes out. She starts biting down. She goes, she chases him around. So the female lion kind of goes after the male lion's um, uh, rod and tackle a little bit there. And, and uh, it's a, uh, <laughs> it's it gets sporty so my my gut instinct is, is i tell you that i want to be a lion until i just saw that last part but um i think i'm going i think i'd still go with the, i'd want to be a lion see but you would know you'd go in with human sense <laughs> like okay i'm gonna turn as soon as i turn the line i'm gonna give me some ball protection <laughs> that way i can handle that scenario she's, she's wearing boy out i mean she's wearing him out yeah it was breeding season it was on Mating season. Oh, cool. Well, I'd probably be, because um, I want to come out of this year. I mean, if you survive, right? I mean, it's, and who knows, you may not survive uh, yeah. the year, but come out of the year and be back as a human, more knowledgeable. So I'm going to pick a bull elk because that way I'll know, I'll know more about that animal when I'm done and I can, I'll, I'll be able to hunt them better. But who knows? Maybe after being one, I won't want to hunt them anymore. I don't know. Well, you're gonna stink. We know that for sure. Oh yeah, for sure. Okay, so. next question. Billion dollars. You're handed a billion dollars today. Mm-hmm. What would you go do? I mean, not everything, right? Because that's endless. But what would be your Cliff Notes version of what's Harvey go do with a billion dollars? Well, it's always been a dream of mine is to have a sports exchange, a global sports exchange. That's something I've always, when I retire, that's one of the things I want to work on is getting that off the ground. And And the concept is this, is that you go to the country where they're the best at that sport. So hypothetically, if you wanted to play soccer, you know, where would you go? Do you go to Italy or you go to Brazil or, you know, where do you go to become the best soccer player in the world? You know, um, vice versa. You know, if you want to become an American football player, obviously you move to America. If you want to play rugby, you go, you know, you go to one of the five nations or, you know, something like that. So if I had that much money, that's probably what I would do is I would get that foundation kicked off and be able to start doing that. Cause I, I think, you know, I mean, look at, look at our friendship. It's been formed through sport and almost every relationship that I have and friends that I have has been born through sport. Um, and I think that, uh, not enough people, you know, know what teamwork is. They don't know what sacrifice is. They don't know what, what it's like to, you know, be the second person in line, not the most important person all the time. Mm-hmm. I think that, uh, sport is a good global, um, global thing so that's what i'd do with a billion dollars what would you do hmm, my question i haven't really thought about in detail but uh <laughs> i'm probably going to south america to watch bronc riding championships for sure uh no i'd probably i think i'd do a lot of traveling you know just to go um i mean not all the time but I, i'd go experience some cultures that i i haven't had the opportunity to experience you know uh, and not just go on a week vacation, right? Let's let's move there for a couple yeah. of months, right? And really dive into yeah, the culture in. and experience yeah. it and um, see what it's like. Uh, so I'd definitely do that. But outside of, I mean, outside of that, other than, you know, probably buying a 
bunch of land and uh, doing some stuff to to a homestead. Um, I don't think life would change much, really. You know, uh, outside of traveling, uh, you get a lot more friends. Well, for sure. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whether you wanted them or not, exactly. So, um, so yeah, that's what I do. So now, now that we've talked about a billion dollars. It rolls mm-hmm. right into the next scenario. Mm-hmm. For a billion dollars, mm-hmm. would you live for a year in a thousand thousand square foot room with no windows? Obviously, you have a bathroom in there, but one year, no windows, no going outside. For, for how much? One one billion. Yeah. I'd live, in 500, I'd live in 500 square feet for a billion dollars for a year. Not yeah. going outside? And you're yeah. tougher than me. For a billion dollars? <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, here's the deal. Here's what really got me thinking. I'm like, man. <laughs> We've been locked down for two years, basically. <laughs> yeah, I haven't, but... haven't really been go anywhere. I mean, you can go places, but you mentally you've been locked down for a couple years. But there's a difference between lockdown especially your our lockdown right it's been different yeah. than a whole lot of other people yeah, yeah, but for sure i mean not going outside being stuck in a room for a year my 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 issue with that is i'm not sure where i'd be mentally after a year and billion dollars is going to be the uh, money's going to be the least of my concerns uh, well i'm going to be lo- i mean i'm going to be locked down with my favorite person so i'm going to be fine i mean well, i'm yeah. just going to be in there just Chopping it up with myself, you know. There you go. That'd be good. Five hundred square feet. Yeah. Is it dark? Is it black in there? I mean, well, what? I mean, what well, else? You, I mean, we're not gonna make it that bad. I mean, it's got lights. Uh, I mean, I, I wouldn't say. Uh, I mean, even if you, even if you could have, you know, the only way I would do it. Okay, do I have outside communication? Right. Do I at least? Have, oh, I don't even care. I don't yeah. even care about that. You're just a li- year. You're just living in like your a head. years go by. I mean, years. What? Well, no, in mean, the days of yeah, in in normal life they do, not in freaking room with no windows. I tell you what, I'd be thinking about a billion dollars, and it would take me a year to think about all the stuff I'm going to do with a billion dollars. I guess so. You could you could try to occupy yourself. Well, if that scenario comes up, then go do it. I'll I'll. I'll be your best friend when you get out. <laughs> He'll be knocking on the outside. I'm ready. I'm ready. You okay in there? <laughs> Stay yeah, alive. You okay? I'm, I'm here for you. <laughs> Don't forget me when you get out. All right. So, yeah, I'd do that. No okay. problem. Okay. Learning a lot about you. Um, okay. Number four is uh, to shadow a person for a year. Who's it going to be? Ooh. Oh, boy. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. Um, go back in time and and follow them for a year, or hey, this, no is rules. it some like and I don't think our seven no, people no listening care. <laughs> no rules, no rules. Um, I mean, two two people come, you know, right off the bat. I mean, obviously, you spend a year with Jesus Christ. That would be 
yeah. crazy, right? That's yeah. like, that would blow your mind. And then once again, back to episode number one, I'd probably go Hunter S. Thompson for a year to really just see what that that craziness was like because that would be unbelievable. But that, I mean, there's so many people I'd no, love to just yeah. hang out with for a year. It'd be crazy. I mean, Muhammad Ali would have been unbelievable to hang out with for a year, you know, like in his time. I mean, Bruce Lee. I mean, think about like some of these people that are really like Jimi Hendrix. I mean, just like special, special people and and what they did. Jim Morrison, that dude was out of his freaking mind. Um, yeah. And then, and then if you wanted to go part B on that, do you think you could make it a year with hanging out well, with them? It depends on who you pick, right? Like, I mean, yeah. You picking, I figured you would. I, I knew Hunter S. Thompson was going to be in the mix there. And that was my first thought of, hmm, you know, I think you could survive. I mean, you're tough. I've seen you get waylaid um, <laughs> by the cowboy version of Hunter S. Thompson. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but you, yeah, here's the deal you live a year with Hunter S. Thompson, you're going to have some painful mornings i think uh yeah i don't don't think it's going to be easy no i think it would be i think it would be more difficult to spend a year with hunter s thompson than it would be to live in a box for a year in that thousand square feet (laughs) you'd be wishing hey where's that box at (laughs) (laughs) can i go back there like hey give me send me to the box i'm out penalty box yeah can i go back can I yeah. go do that? Where it's, uh, who are you hanging out with? Well, I kind of thought the same thing on two. I thought, well, okay, somebody that's not here, that was here, um, would be obviously Jesus. Uh, somebody that's currently living. I mean, there's, like you said, I mean, there's so many people, right? It's like, um, I mean, I could think a ton of them, but, um, the one that came to my mind would be, you know what? I think, uh, Tom Brady. You're going to hang out for him. I respect all that he's done. And I mean, the guy's got to have a mindset, right? That's, um, that's very valuable. If you could gain some of that knowledge. Um, so I think, it, I think I'd go hang out with Tom. Um, yeah. An- another one that just came to me is my grandfather was in world war two. Like how awesome would it be? Well, you know, it might be, that might not be awesome at all, but I mean, go hang out with your grandfather in world war two. Yeah. Yeah, like there's a ton of people. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously the 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 uh, I mean, and and you could pick five people and go get five different experiences, right? Yeah. Uh, well, let, so. let me ask you. Let me ask you this one because because we really we is, do you have another one you're going to ask me or is that your last one? I got one last one, but we can we can take a half break. What's All right, let's have? let's take a half break. So <clears throat> let's go. I'll go. Um, We can go. We can go sports. So you got to pick a sports guy from like, let's say it's a rodeo guy. You can go rodeo, and then I'll pick a football guy or a rugby guy, whatever. But you can pick a rodeo guy. You, you had to travel for a year with one rodeo guy. Who is it? Dead or alive? You did one. Doesn't matter. Well, those yeah, seven guys. Those yeah. seven people listening don't care. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm like I said in the one episode. I'm going Lane Frost. Yeah. Going playing frost for a year. Yeah. 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 Be good. I mean, 
especially if I was, I mean, at my age now, I mean, it'd still be good, right? But if I could have hung out, if I could have went and traveled with him for a year when I was 20. Yeah. Yeah. Even, yeah. Yeah, that would have been 10 better. times better. You? I think I'd go, um, I'd probably go Merlin Olsen, played for the Rams. Yeah. I mean, I know his son, and so it's. I would love to know more about him. I mean, the guy had a crazy career, and uh, Utah State, Utah guy, you know, was in TV, was an announcer, you know, all kinds of great things. But I think he would have been like, yeah. And then what point in his life do you hang out with him for a year? But um, well, I think, I think, I think, I think any for you because you. Obviously, you're a football player, so you could have hung out with him when he's a football player. I think you could be a character on Little Wells on the Prairie. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, I think you you would have got a job out of that deal. You would have been, yeah. you know, you know, some lumberjack that comes to Rick in town. Ponderosa would have been better. Oh yeah, true. Um, yeah, cool. At least with Rick Brown would have fit in a little. Oh, bit Rick Brown. Hey, that hat would have definitely fit in. Maybe I find Rick Brown. Hang out with Rick Brown for a hot minute. That'd be interesting too. Then you'd have the real story that go along with your hat. Yeah, with the big head. All right. What's number five? Last one. All right. Uh, if you had the opportunity, guaranteed, would you be president of the United States? So basically, all you got to do is just say yes, I'll be president, and you become president. I mean, you got to go. I mean, either way, like, there's no rules. Okay. Yeah, we'll just say if, that. If, we'll just say that. Yeah, you got four years here. You're president. You want to do that, or are you going to say oh, I'm gonna pass? No, I would do that. I would do that. But I don't. But if I had to go through all the the bullshit to become president, no. I mean, no yeah. way. I mean, what? I mean, why would anybody want to go through that? That's that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's a lifetime. That's ridiculous. Of, yeah, politics and uh, lifetime of politics and lifetime of people just in your, I mean, just in your gravy, and everybody gets to dissect every single thing you've ever done. Like if you're already president, yeah, you expect people to dissect it. That's fine, but everything up until that point, that's a long, that's a long paper route to get to there. That would no, no thanks. Yeah, no thanks. You. And I think I'm passing because I mean, really, nothing, nothing about the job um, interests me. I mean, it's an interesting well, job. Don't get I'm just, just yeah. for me. I, I'm like, man, I would get bored with. It. I mean, not that I would get bored with. I just I'm not interested in dealing with this. You know, <laughs> let's go. Well, let's go do something else. You know. So I, I think the. I mean, it's a tough job, right? I mean, I uh, if it if it had everything to do with because I'm a big guy, I'm a big believer in man, find what you're passionate about and build a life around that because then you stay. For me, I stay interested, I stay engaged. It's easier for me to do that. I just look at that president job and I'm just like, man, I would be checked out. It might be fun for a year, it might be really like <laughs> amped up, and then after a year, I'm like, hey, can I? Can I quit. Man, you see the way that those guys age, those presidents oh, I know. age. Oh, my goodness. That's crazy. That's just, that's something. So here's a question for you. 
if you were president, what's one of the things that you would do if you were president? Man, I don't, like I said, I don't, I I don't, uh, I don't know enough about, I don't really pay attention to all that stuff. Oh, outside of flat tax, I'd do a flat tax. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> let's do a flat tax i'm okay with flat tax it. yeah 20 percent. Yeah. everybody pays 20 percent of whatever you make or whatever it yeah. is i'm a big believer yeah. in that um i mean i, I one thing i would i would this may sound cruel but you know maybe i'm speaking out of ignorance but man i i, I would not send any money outside of the borders until our our country was thriving so much that we were overflowing, right? We're overflowing mm-hmm. to where mm-hmm. it naturally happened to our man. We're, we're doing so great. Let's overflow into some other countries and help them out. There's too much chaos here that needs work <laughs> instead of sending money to, you know, outside countries. Like I said, I'm not qualified to go have that position. So maybe I'm being ignorant, but from, from my position looking, that would be, that would definitely be a rule for me. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see yeah. how. Let's see how good we can get it here. I mean, it's already great, in my opinion. It's already the greatest country in the world. What if we just really, you know, all of our resources just, you know, invested strictly in it? Imagine how good it could be. Yeah, I do. I do agree with that that aspect of it. I think that if you look at our country over the last fifty years we probably let a lot of things go that we used to be very, very good at. And we've let a lot of those things, industry being one of them, obviously Um, we've lost a lot of industry. Um, I change term limits on these guys. I think that's the biggest thing I do. I mean, these, the career politician thing is, and I don't care whether you're Republican or Democrat. I, I ridiculously don't care about your, your politics. But the fact that these people can be in there for 20 some years and they go in with nothing and come out with millions of dollars on the other side, I'd never want to hold anybody back from an occupation, but it just doesn't seem to match up evenly on that. Well, no, it's, it's, it's pretty blatant that it's corrupt, right? I mean, the proofs. It feels pretty corrupt. (laughs) I mean, it's pretty obvious to me. (laughs) I mean, I'm just like. Dude, okay, it's public knowledge what your salary is. How do you, how does your net worth become? The, the math does not add up, right? Yeah, and I mean, I'm, they all do. You know, speaking, they all get speaking fees and get, and all that kind of stuff. And and I guess that the way that I look at that is is you you won't pay college kids for for their likeness, and now we're just starting to do that through athletics, but. It's to me, it's you're running the same parallel, right? Like you're getting paid. I mean, you're probably getting paid to be a guest speaker and you're probably a horrible guest speaker, but they're paying you because they're trying to buy your influence at some point, either one way or the other, they're trying to buy your influence. And so it's just like what's going on now with the college football, right? Like these big schools are so deep and so, you know, their boosters have so much money and they own these companies and then they can pay these kids, you know, for their likeness and stuff like that. I mean, what's the difference and how are you going to stop doing that? I mean, that's just, it's, um, I don't know where it's going to go. And I'm not saying that college athletes shouldn't get paid. 
I think that college athletes should get paid. I think that what they're doing is making universities a lot of money and it's making the NCAA a lot of money. Yeah. They should be getting a chunk of that, you know, because yeah. a lot of those guys are only playing three or four years and then they're done. You know, the amount of people that actually make it out and actually make a long-term living at playing sports, as you know, it's no different than rodeo than it is anything else. It's small. I mean, the yeah. amount of people that actually make a lifetime's earnings from from sport is small yeah yeah no that whole college deal like i agree because those athletes are making the universities and ncaa a lot of money so i i I agree with them being compensated but i think the way they should have structured it is it should have been a flat fee for every college athlete whether that's fifty thousand or whatever it might be right flat across the board so that's what that way you're not getting into the corrupt bill, which it it already was. Let's be honest, right? Guys were already getting paid. It just wasn't. No, 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 no one ever got paid in college sports. <laughs> so, but I think if you like, like this, I mean, college football, football, for example, let's just use that. You know, if everybody that's on the team got played, paid the same. Now there's no animosity amongst teammates. Everybody gets their college salary. Yep. You know, then there's no pulling other. Um, you know, players from other universities by, you know, giving them 2 million bucks, you know, it's, it's like, well, you can come over here and play. You're getting the same 50,000 or whatever it might be. Yeah. So there's the yeah. money's not influencing where the guy's going to get education or play sports, yeah. but they're still yeah. getting compensated. Right. Yeah. Well, that's just, a, and we'll go back and, and correlate it with, with politics. I mean, everybody's going where they want to go to get paid. I mean, that's yep. just the way that the world is, is working right now, which is, you know, you can call it whatever you want to call it, but it's, uh, it's a different set of rules for sure. Oh, yeah. Well, we better stop there. We'll just keep going. And, uh, no, <laughs> there's a, uh, we need to keep guardrails on this. Cause if we go down this wormhole, it'd be like one of our phone calls. <laughs> and next thing you know, we're talking about things that definitely shouldn't be we're on a podcast. So there, yeah, we're not allowed to talk about it. So what so. you got, you got words of wisdom today? words of wisdom today I always kind of come back to the same stuff all the time it's always you know you know find the happiness find the positives find the happiness find the wins you know those are the things that are that you should be looking at every day it's not the other things because you can find the other things if you want to you can find the negatives you can find the losses those are easy learn from them great don't dwell on them because they don't help all righty well that's the episode thanks for tuning in everybody we out of here goodbye y'all